0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Vanguard Project. Before we get into an awesome episode with my buddy, Kieran, from Australia, uh, a couple quick updates. Uh, number one, today's episode is brought to you by Mountain Primal Meat Company. Mountain Primal is a ranch based out of Colorado that produces 100% organic Highland beef. Uh, my favorite snack from them is uh, is their fuel sticks. They are the perfect size to throw in a pack, your bag, whatever the case may be, uh, while you're out running around to stay uh, to stay healthy, ...fueled up and ready to tackle whatever life throws at you. It is hunting season and uh, quite honestly, they are the perfect size to keep in your pack. They're lightweight, they pack a ton of protein, they're completely organic... ...so you don't have to worry about any of the weird stuff that people may or may not put into it. I really don't know. It's outside the uh, realm of my knowledge. Uh, but regardless, uh, use Vanguard for code... or code Vanguard for 15% off your first order. Um, Next thing, uh, for the next week, we will continue to be running uh, the fundraiser for ARC Salus. So if you're interested in supporting um, the efforts over there, so for those of you that may or may not know, uh, ARC Salus is an organization that is working to help um, uh, individuals and families in Afghanistan to get out of harm's way. Um, So there is a t-shirt design that I will link in the episode description. So if you're interested in purchasing a t-shirt, 100% of the price, Profits from that design will be donated to Arc And so that will run through 9-15, so September 15th. Um, But otherwise, please take a second to like, review, and rate the show. You have no idea how much that helps. I love seeing it grow a little bit. And uh, believe it or not, it helps with the exposure. And then uh, lastly, uh, if you're interested in seeing what life is like beyond the mic, um, please take a follow or go ahead and take a look and follow me on uh, Instagram. It's The Vanguard Project with periods in between. And uh, feel free to hop on and and let's interact and have some fun. But that is it for today. Uh, We're going to jump in. Kieran and I have been friends for quite some time, uh, mostly, honestly, just through Instagram. Uh, We connected over shooting and uh, finally got to sit down and record an episode where we kind of just bullshit for a little or right about an hour and uh, learn a little bit more about him and Australia. So uh, let's roll it. (laughs) What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Vanguard Project. Today we're doing something actually not not necessarily different, but a lot different because we're talking with my buddy Kieran for like the first time ever. So Kieran and I have been buddies through through socials for oh, what man, a couple of years now. I think we we we've bsed several times just over Instagram talking guns, Australia versus Idaho gun laws, jobs, life, family, and this is like the first time we're actually chit chatting. So I'm really excited to like. Honestly, just bullshit and kind of figure out a little bit more about how you got into shooting and why 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 either a uh, I shouldn't go to Australia because fucking spiders and stuff or uh, or why 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 it's fun, because I don't I don't know. Do you guys shoot those things? Like, I feel like if I saw a camel spider, I'd be out there with like the shotgun trying to get rid of it. I don't know. (laughs)
1: So I haven't heard of a camel spider, but <laughs> if you saw one as big as that, yeah, you'd probably want to. Well, I've seen internet pictures.
0: It. I don't know if they're like as real as people say they are. I think they're a Middle Eastern thing. They're like they're like the size of dinner plates, like huge saucers. So I don't know. I don't know if I've just been like been the butt of a couple jokes. But anyways, man. So you and I've chatted quite a bit. We've been friends. I'll consider you a friend. So how? Yeah. Let's just let's start. <clears throat> give us give us your ten cent introduction Who, who's kieran and and how, how did how did you and i meet how do you remember us bsing for the first time
1: so i i started getting a bit more active on instagram with uh shooting content um and uh yeah, I, I just started getting a few followers from around the globe, and, and this dude drops me a DM one day or reacts to something I sent, and and uh, I guess the rest is history. Mate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, because you you do a lot of the PRS stuff,
1: and you still do, right? Uh, I wouldn't say a lot. Like I haven't. Um, I've only I've only shot at one national level match, mm-hmm. um, and but I was I was heavily involved in like local club stuff. For quite a while, but our local club has since discontinued uh, the match that I, I shoot, uh, and that myself and a mate we were we were sort of hosting that match. Uh, but yeah, we sort of so I've sort of been in limbo for a while with um, with actual competition stuff. Um, but uh, I try to get out as much as I can and shoot on a family property or the you know a property that's uh, that neighbours the the family uh, farm. Um, but uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and <laughs> I always have a lot of, a lot of fun talking to people about it and helping people get into it. If, if they ask me, like I'm, I'm no expert, but you, you do a few things and you, you f- sometimes figure out what works, what doesn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So how, so I know that you and I have talked offline of this, of how you guys can get guns. <clears throat> so I, or, you know, I live in Idaho. So for us to go, purchase a firearm right obviously can't be a felon you walk in we can get our concealed weapons license and you can walk out same day with a gun right or or you know if you don't have a concealed weapons license you do just your little background check and it's all of 10 minutes and you're out is how, how do you guys go about getting you know long guns for
1: matches and stuff so uh it's not impossible in australia there's a few hoops that we have to jump through um so one of the first things that you need to do is uh, and it sort of makes it easier to do um, is you join a uh, like a, a shooting club or an organisation. Um, so we've got a couple of those over here. We've got the Sporting Shooters Association of Australia and Shooters Union and, uh, yeah, a, a, a handful of other sort of clubs or organisations that you join. Um then you can uh, you go and do a firearm safety course, uh, and we have different like uh, uh, what would you call it classes or categories of firearms. So we have category A, B, uh, C, and uh, D, and cat H. Um, so category A is like your your rimfire uh, and centerfire shotguns. Category B is um, is centerfire rifles uh category c is um like semi-auto uh rimfire uh and um i think i I don't know a terrible like i don't know a lot about it so i don't take it as gospel but uh and i think it's semi-auto shotguns as well Mm -hmm. so a normal guy like as long as you don't have a like you know you go and do your firearm safety course you get a certificate to say that you've done that uh and then you can apply for a license um depending on what state or territory you're in in Australia. And uh, so you apply for that license with your local police and uh, and uh, they do a background check. Um, you've, there's got to be a, a statutory declaration signed to say that you've got safe storage at your house uh, or you have access to safe storage. Uh, and then if you get approved... Um, after some checks and balances, like you know, background check and that sort of stuff, uh, if everything comes back um, clear, you uh, you get you get approved for whatever license you've applied for. So, generally, most of us will just get um, Category A and Category B, um, and generally, Category C is like occupational or if you're a um, farmer or you know rancher as you guys would say yeah um you know you might have category c uh category d is for like semi-auto uh center fires so like the ar type platforms uh stuff like that we can have those here in australia it's just uh very controlled um very regulated yeah and so those guys are category d shooters are generally occupational shooters okay. so um I've got a, a mate in New South Wales. He's a, a professional shooter. So it depends on just depending on what job he goes out to um, or what contract he might be doing at the time. He might choose to to use a semi-auto or or, um, or just stick with a long gun or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's fair. So did you have you grown up shooting? Like, did you grow up knowing that you liked pulling the trigger?
1: Yeah, so <clears throat> my earliest memory of shooting is... Uh, uh, we lived in a little town in sort of southwestern Queensland called St George, and uh, is uh, yeah, so it's small country town, mostly rural, farming, uh, cotton, cattle, sheep, that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, some earliest memory of shooting was I think I might have been about seven or eight, using a an air rifle, um, just shooting tin cans off, off a fence post, you know. Um, and <laughs> I, our I, kids should do. Yeah, and I think so many Australians that have gotten into shooting and probably Americans as well, um, could probably identify with that, yeah, with that story. Uh, and um I, I didn't like my family wasn't uh we're not hunters or sport shooters um, by any means, but it was it was always an interest growing up. Um my grandfather, uh, he's he's passed away now, but he had quite a collection of uh, Lee Enfield 303s, which mm-hmm. were the the uh, standard issue for Australian uh, soldiers um, back in the day, uh, but um, yeah, it was something I sort of didn't really get into, you know, a lot more of until probably I was after finishing high school, um, going out spotlight shooting with mates every now and then. And, spotlight um, shooting,
0: I, I've heard it. I don't, I don't know if I know what it is.
1: Yeah, so in Australia here, we can we can hunt or uh, shoot. Feral animals um, with using a spotlight. Uh, <laughs> okay. at at night at time. <laughs> so um, so when I say feral animals, like we've got a you know some invasive species of animals here. So feral pigs, um, feral cats, feral uh, foxes, um, rabbits and hares. Okay. Uh, and is uh, it
0: feral hair is it fer- is a feral hair pretty scary are they like are they like cute angry you're like oh you're so
1: cute pop <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah if you if if you've got hairs getting into your improved parts pasture that you've planted out for your horses or sheep or something like that you're you're probably not real happy <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah but uh yeah, so spotlighting we we can go and shoot um, feral animals at, at nighttime, as long as you've got you know approval from landowners and access to somewhere to go and do that and all that sort of stuff. We can't just we can't just cruise around the streets <laughs> just just look looking for feral pigs and, and uh, wild dogs and foxes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's usually out on a uh, like on a, on a property or something like that where, yeah um, helping the them lamb... out yeah yeah that's right so you know um, but yeah like you know land island might say hey I've got you know a heap of feral pigs coming through or i have got foxes getting into my lambs or something like that so you might set up and and uh, tool up and get a spotlight on the vehicle or maybe a rifle mounted um, like a you know like those uh, LED torches. Mm-hmm buy a small one like that and mount to your rifle or something like that and and uh go for a look around yeah that
0: sounds like a good that sounds like what they do in uh, in texas <laughs> they fly around in, in helicopters and they shoot they shoot wild hogs from helicopters
1: yeah that, yeah that always
0: sounds like fun like i've never i haven't had the chance to go do it but i want to i want to go down because i mean why the heck not you know <laughs> it, it looks
1: like a lot of fun <laughs> yeah
0: so, what got you into the the PRS style stuff? I mean, how long has PRS been in Australia?
1: So, I'm pretty sure the so the the franchise Precision Rifle Series uh, started up and had their first match in 2017. Okay. Um, and at a club level, it was probably um, at or well, very few clubs. The club I, I was a member at uh, was the one of the ones that was or maybe the only one that was running it at the time um i could be wrong um there might be other people in the country that knows more about it but um yeah so i was the way i get it got into it was uh just with um working away and family life and that sort of stuff i wasn't shooting a lot and i wanted to uh start shooting some more so i went to uh a local range and um met up with some guys there and started shooting some, uh, centerfire, uh, competition stuff. Uh, it's a, uh, a discipline called field rifle. Okay. So, um, uh, three position field rifle. So I started having a bit of fun with that. And one of the guys said, Oh, you should, uh, you should come along to our, um, at, at a club level, it was called spectrum rifle. So they said, Oh, you should come along to, um, our spectrum rifle match. And I said, what's, what's that? And, uh, one of the other one of the other guys said, "Oh, have you seen uh, the precision rifle series stuff from the US?" And uh, and I'm like, "No, <laughs> what is this?" <laughs> and then uh, yeah, got onto YouTube that night, and I was like, "Oh, wow!" <laughs> <laughs> and then you got addicted. Oh yeah, like everyone does with that has a go at it, pretty much. Yeah, so um, it actually took a while for for my roster uh, to line up with a with a club match and. Um, by the time it did line up uh, I think it was november twenty seventeen and um and another club uh, near near home had had popped up shooting it and uh so I went out there and and shot the match and it was just a hell of a lot of fun, a great group of people uh, everyone there just you know out to have fun, have a good time and uh give each other a little bit of shit and sort of a bit of a a bit of bit of roasting and banter and that sort of stuff and uh and yeah I had a hell of a time and and uh was fortunate enough to I think I placed like mid-pack out of about 20 shooters yeah um and after that I was I was definitely hooked I was like I need to do this more (laughs) more and more yeah so i love um, i love
0: i love the uh the banter i, I would think i've only ever been to one match where everybody was like kind of you know nose to the grindstone every other yeah. match i've been to everybody's like i mean a dirty jokes every which way you can think of right oh. and, then, <laughs> and then giving each other so much shit that you go home and you're like i don't know if i should still be laughing or if i should feel bad about myself because it
1: was so bad oh yeah definitely yeah like you know it's i I remember one day shooting and um uh shooting a stage and we had where where we where we used to have our matches was um was pretty renowned for some pretty hefty crosswinds, and uh i um i think i put three rounds in the dirt first like just not believing the bullet not believe you know not having confidence in my win call and and uh yeah the the comments from the peanut gallery were, you know, I was like, I don't know if I should cry or laugh. <laughs> both. Always both.
0: That's awesome. So do you guys yeah. travel quite a bit? I mean, I know that we've talked and you've gone like what four two for a match, two and a half hours away. Is that about as far as you guys go for your matches?
1: Yeah. So there's from where I live, there's there's matches probably about through uh um at a spot called Bigginen, Um and it's about um three and a half four hours drive from from my place um i've i've actually never gotten up there for a match (laughs) because things just things just never line up like you know you're never you're destined not to go oh it it seems like that yeah but uh but you know between uh work and family life and that sort of stuff sometimes it's um it's difficult (laughs) to get away but um but yeah, so I don't know. Like some some guys in Brisbane, they'll they'll drive six hours to to get to a match. Yeah, um, there's not a lot of a lot of matches in in our area, um, but well, local club stuff anyway. But um, when uh, when the precision rifle series is on, uh, there's um, yeah, guys will drive three three states over to to get to a match. Um, yeah, so they you know it's nothing to spend. 12 14 hours in a car to, to get, to, get <laughs> to a match yeah. yeah i've
0: done that once i drove all the way up from from <clears> boise <throat> to uh, northern montana and that's that's 12 hours so me yeah. and tucker yeah tucker and i we drove yeah. overnight we left at i think like 7 or 8 p.m. and we got there at 4 i think it was that's actually it. no i think it was like 6 yeah we drove yeah. all night and i was I hated it. I will never do that again. Like 12 <laughs> hours. Cruel. in a, Oh God. It was horrible. Yeah. We ended up having to sleep in the truck for a couple hours that morning before we could actually check into yeah. the place we were staying. And yeah, it was, that was a rough trip. 12 hours, 12 hours in general, like just doing anything <clears throat> for 12 hours sucks. Character building. <laughs> yeah. It's something, it's something. Um. So there's, I feel like, so I don't really know anything about Australia to be totally honest. Like I right. have all of these like misconceptions about Barbie shrimp on the Barbie and, and, <laughs> and, and this sounds horrible. Like I said out loud and I'm like, God, in this culture, I'm going to get, I'm going to get made fun of. So does everybody know how to surf? We'll just start with, we'll just start with a bunch of stupid questions that I've thought sure, of over it, the years. It, sure. Okay. Yeah. So, so do you know how to surf? No. <laughs> does everybody else know how to surf?
1: probably no (laughs)
0: um can you really uh, fist fight kangaroos
1: uh you can uh (laughs) the 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 mainstream media tend to look down on it but you know who who cares what they think but um yeah it has been done and i'm sure that so many people have probably seen that video where uh some guys were out hunting and uh there was a kangaroo that had a hold of this guy's dog yeah you sent that uh, to me yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then and then our mate shapes up to the kangaroo and yeah, just gives him one, <laughs> but uh, that that generally doesn't happen too much that I know of anyway. <laughs> well, wait, have you have you fought a kangaroo? Not yet, no, no. I, I came well, I wouldn't say I came close one day, but it was more of a sort of mishap with uh, um, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a misunderstanding. A mother... yeah, just kangaroo. a mis- misunderstanding, yeah, 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 it was uh. We're actually trying to get a. I was on a friend's property years ago, uh, and um, there was a kangaroo stuck in a fence, and we we're trying to get it out. And i um, yeah, and I, I, I copped a <laughs> copped a copped a blow to the blow to the body, and um, yeah, and it, yeah, it it took off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you you did your job.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're trying to help it out, and it yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's awesome. Are they are they pretty aggressive or are
0: they pretty chill? Like unless you like provoke them.
1: Oh, they, they they tend to be timid, so they you know. But the uh, males, male kangaroos or buck kangaroos, uh, can get pretty aggressive and mm-hmm. uh, territorial sometimes. Um, you, I don't know. Well, I wouldn't walk up to one uh, to here have a handful of grass or something like that because the the claws or whatever you want to call that, you know, it's it's um its feet they're very powerful with their back feet and uh, they can stand on their back tail and you know, sort of rip you to shreds if, if you if you get too close. <laughs> That's
0: uh, yeah. I do want to see a kangaroo at some point. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know if we have any in zoos. Maybe I'll just have to go over. Are spiders spider? really as big? What are you going to say?
1: Uh, I was going to say I remember seeing a video on the internet a while ago. Uh, it's I can't remember what state it was in, um, but it it was a kangaroo hopping through a paddock in. It was somewhere in the States. It was I I can't remember where it was. It it wasn't Idaho. And I don't think it was Montana. It was maybe a bit further south. But these guys were just pissing themselves laughing because they're like,
0: it's a fucking kangaroo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That would be so funny
0: to see. There's every now and then, like, you see something so surreal, like either on the news or like even in real life where you're like, is that, did I, did that just happen? Did I really just see what I just, that was a kangaroo. You know, and you like have to sit there and like a dumb ostrich
1: for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the spiders. Um, spiders. Yeah. So they can get big. There's a there's a particular species called a huntsman spider. Um, okay. And I've, uh, I've got a few American friends that I'm sure I've sent you pictures of mm-hmm. some of the huntsmen that'll pop up every now and then. Um, we get these spiders at work called a golden orb spider, and they... <laughs> They weave a massive web. <laughs> it's, and I, I I hate them. Like you know, I'll be I'll be walking through the gas plant, and then you know, run into one of these webs, and it's like you know, you, if someone saw me, is like, what the fuck is he doing? Is he da- da- dancing or having an epileptic fit? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, they can get pretty big, but um, we uh, we we do have some pretty gnarly dangerous poisonous spiders. So, yeah. Yeah. So the the redback spider it's it's not pleasant. Uh the Sydney funnel web, it's another one that's not pleasant. <laughs> um yeah, like it's uh sometimes if you if your boots have been sitting outside for a for a while, it's you know you you check your boots. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that pretty common for you to find something in your boots? Yeah, it can be, yeah, sometimes. Um hard pass you know.
0: that is a hard no from me. <laughs> I can deal with snakes, like snakes don't don't get to me. It's bad. Yeah,
1: no, I I don't do no bro. No way. <laughs>
0: Dude, no spiders. I I fucking hate spiders. A couple weeks ago, oh man, so whenever Erica listens to this, she's going to make fun of me or she's going to be mad because like she was out doing something on the patio and um I can't remember but like I came out and I was like, "Hey, what's going on?" She was like, "Spiders." there are spiders everywhere. And I was like, well, you're outside. It's nature, duh. And so she found like she found um, like one of the the spiders with all of the the it was a mom spider with all the babies on the back, right? Oh yeah. And nah. it, like it like <laughs> popped or whatever, and all the spiders were running around everywhere. So she's out there drowning, drowning them, right? And I was like, well, babe, go grab, just go grab the torch, like the propane torch is in there, you know, because then you know you got them, right? Like I I yeah. killed I killed the spider in our shower with a torch, right? You know, it was, it was up high, so I couldn't like throw like Jeez. anything at it. <laughs> so I like lit the fucker up there. And yeah, I hope my landlord doesn't hear this. But like, I that's how much I hate <laughs> spiders. Right. And so she grabbed the torch and she's lighting everything. And so she's like, like pissy, you know, and she's just upset that there's spiders out there. And I as I was supposed to have sprained the house for bugs. And so I was like, I'm going to get her. So like she's out there doing her thing with a torch and I sneak around and the garage garage door was open. So I sneak out the garage door and I sneak up behind her and I like grab her by the sides and I like freak (laughs) her out. And she like threw the lighter at me, yelled at me and stormed inside. It was the best thing. It was probably it was it was really mean. But it was hilarious because she was like, "You're gonna clean all that shit up," and I hope that there's spiders. And then a couple of days later, she was doing the laundry and like she flipped out a pillowcase and a spider oh.
1: pillowcase. <laughs> Man, I'm surprised you're not divorced after that. Jeez. I know. Well, that wasn't even the that wasn't even the worst one. I made her cry once. This is horrible. Um, yeah.
0: I love scary stuff. Like I love scary movies and and yeah, I love I love scaring her. Honestly, because she makes it way too easy but like this, is totally not spider related, but I ran fishing line from my side of the bed to like our, our closet has two doors, but they're connected in between. So I ran a fishing line <laughs> all the way through and this, I tied
1: this it is it dedication. Horrible.
0: It was terrible, but I tied it to uh, the, uh, the closet hanger on her, yeah. on one, in one, on one of her shirts in her closet so that when I pulled it, right, it started to move across the, the closet Mike, and that's so, fucking horrible. It was <laughs> terrible. But like we had been binging on this one other podcast. It's all horror stories. And so yeah. she was like dedicated, like she would listened to all of them. And so she gets home late from work. And I was like, hey, babe. Could you like um close the, the closet door for me? And she's like, "Oh, somebody being a little baby back, bitch. Are you scared? <laughs> Somebody's scared." And I was like, "Yeah, I really am." Whatever. So as soon as she turns around, I pulled the thing and the T-shirt, just a T-shirt, slowly like pivots and starts to move, <laughs> and she like dropped to her knees, started crying, and was just livid with me. And that still today wow. is my favorite prank. But yeah, I'm surprised that one. That one, if if any one of them were to uh, lead to a divorce that that was it that would have been it
1: <laughs> jeez mate um yeah I, I i'm sure she's plotting her revenge
0: <laughs> she's got me a couple times there was one time i actually had to sit down like my heart hurt she got me so good yeah so, yeah well deserved
1: my, uh, my my wife does a, a pretty good scare prank on me and it's carried on to our kids as well like I'll just <laughs> I'll just walk around the corner and hey, ah! <laughs> i'm gonna
0: have to i'll have to write down some some good pranks for you i'll have to i'll have to send send some to you so that way you can get them back because yeah i'm i'm feedback. oh yeah like yeah. so we've got our stairs that go down and there's the banister that's right there yeah and so whenever erica's like because we've got our dogs and we've got a cloth couch so she'll vacuum the couch yeah and, which sounds dumb but like dogs and so i'll like reach through like a zombie and like try and grab her hair <laughs> and uh she'll she'll catch me every now and then and there are times we like she'll like look back and her eyes are like wide and she's like holy fuck and then she'll like throw something at me so it's great Uh,
1: i love i
0: love scaring her
1: (laughs) i remember once my brother-in-law did that to me i was sitting on a a bit of a step and and uh there was a gap to underneath the house and uh he was underneath the house and that's messed up and grab my ankle. <laughs> I, fucking sh- I fucking shit myself, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah. uh, I remember
0: scaring my sister growing up all the time. Like I had a, a paintball mask that I'd wear and like I'd hide in her closet. You know, we were like, we were really young. So I'd hide in her closet and I'd jump out and scare her and she'd be all pissed off. And yeah, I love, I love scaring people. There was one time that so my old house that I lived in, um, there was yeah. me and I had two roommates and at one time, um, oh, there's a really funny story. I don't think I've ever told. I, I don't think I've ever like <laughs> recorded this story. This one's a funny one. But like I before we stopped drinking, I used to like every Friday night. I would like do my best to kill a six pack while watching a, a horror movie. And I would narrate it to my friends over Snapchat. Right. Like I'd be like super <laughs> shit faced, and I'd be like, oh, my God, this is so dumb. Right. And so there was one night that um, my roommate's girlfriend was living with us too. And she was leaving and she came down while I was watching Annabelle, like the Annabelle had just come out. Right. Right. And dolls inherently, <laughs> I feel like are just extra creepy. And so I was sitting there and with all the lights on drinking beers, watching the show. And she's like, why are you watching Annabelle alone with the lights on? And I'm like, cause it's fucking creepy. Like duh. And she was like, ha ha, whatever your wuss. Um, oh, by the way, um, I have an Annabelle doll upstairs and it's got my grandma's ashes in it. Okay, bye. <laughs> and I was like, I was like super, like, I was like, like just drunk enough not to like want to get up and get upstairs, you know? So I'm yeah. sitting there like nursing a beer, watching the stairs, waiting for somebody to get home to like go check, uh, check their closet. And so my other buddy, not the one who's dating this girl, gets home and I'm like, Justin, dude. I need you to go upstairs with me because and I told him all the story. And I made him walk upstairs with me to go check for this fucking doll. And then there's no doll. Like this is the meanest thing she could have ever done to me. Right. Yeah, but then the next yeah. day I, I get home from work and there's a doll tucked into my bed sheets. And then for like a couple days after there was printouts of Annabelle dolls, like in my closet and then the shower and in the bathroom. And I was like, you fuckers got me good. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. But, anyways, what else? What else is fun about living in Australia, man? I mean, I, I know that I need. It's it's on my list of places I need to go before I die. Make make the eighty six hour flight over there, however long it takes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, beaches. I reckon we probably have the best beaches in the world, and I'm, I know probably a lot of people who have beaches would say, "Oh, we've got the best beaches," but uh yeah Australia has some of the best and particularly Queensland where the state I live in we've we've got some awesome beaches and it's just beautiful so what, what makes a good beach <clears throat> uh, sand for- well, well, duh. <laughs> I mean so does a desert <laughs> yeah so uh I, I think it's just uh, a lot of it is um very much the the vibe as well like it's it's just very laid back and relaxing and Uh, so the Sunshine Coast is a, is a good spot. Um, it's a couple of hours north of Brisbane, um, in Queensland and, you know, there's lots of nice restaurants and cafes and lots of stuff. And it's a, it's a great spot to take family as well. Yeah. Um, But, um, but yeah, that's, that's just, you know, one area, a small area, but it's, you know, we're, we're an island nation. So we're, we're literally, you know, surrounded by it. Yeah.
0: An island nation. I like that. That sounds fancy. <laughs> that sounds like something to be proud of. We're an
1: island. Well, we, we excuse yeah, well, us. We, we started off as an island jail, but you know, <laughs> as as you know, when when Australia was first colonized from with the British. But uh yeah, we were we're born from convicts. <laughs> Do you guys make fun of each other for
0: that? Like, I mean, is there like some deeply rooted like
1: jokes Oh, with the guys- With the Australians and the Poms, oh yeah, like it's uh, so. The Ashes is a is a cricket tournament. Um, I'm sure people have you know lost friends over the winning or losing of the Ashes. Um, Okay, yeah, so it's a it's it's a big deal, and I I think it's even if you like I've got friends from the UK that are in Australia here, and uh, I think it's the the one time of the year when you're mortal enemies. Really, (laughs) like that bad. (laughs) Oh, it can be. Yeah. 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 But, you know, again, it's all banter. And as soon as the ashes are over, it's, you know, it's sort of normal. But why is it yeah, called the ashes?
0: That's... Is it, is there like a reason?
1: So it's a, it's a small urn. Um, and there's the ashes of a, um, I'll have to double check this, but it's, it's the ashes of a set of bales from the, from the wickets. Uh, and I, I think it was, uh supposed to be the the death of cricket or something like that <clears throat> i'm gonna have to we might have to edit this part mate because i'm gonna <laughs> <Okay>. have to <laughs> I'm, you're gonna, gonna have butcher to dump, it yeah yeah i'm gonna butcher it yeah oh no, you're but, good okay yeah but is cricket um, pretty
0: big for you guys
1: uh yeah it is It cricket is pretty big um it's i, I guess it's equivalent to to baseball in the u.s okay um but then again like you're either a cricket person or you're not. Um, But there's a few different forms of the sport that, that, you know, some people might be into than others. Like a a test match is, you know, played over five or seven days. There's one day cricket, which is just a a day match. And then there's also the 2020, which is um, uh, only 20 overs. So, yeah, so it's, you know, and the, the 2020 cricket is a, you know, uh, commercially, it's it's a lot of fun. Like, and a lot of effort gets put into getting families out to a, a twenty twenty match. Yeah, yeah, hmm.
0: that's cool. I've never, I, I've, I think I've watched one cricket game. Actually, I don't think I've ever watched a cricket game all the way through because it's not it's not <clears> super big. At least at least here that I'm aware of, at least in in Idaho that I know of. Um, but I also I'm not a big sports person. Like, I don't really watch games anymore.
1: To tell you the truth, I'm not a Big sports guy, either like I, uh, I watch rugby union, um, and and that's that's probably about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah.
0: rugby's intense,
1: rugby's no joke. <clears throat> no, so we've got a, we've got two different forms of the sport here. So there's rugby league and rugby union.
0: Okay,
1: um, both are a, a similar but a little bit different. Um, rugby union is more of a strategic or can be more of a strategic game, uh, and. Uh, yeah, rugby league is is not as strategic, but um, yeah, it's they're both very popular sports um, and uh, both national sports. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm probably more of a rugby union fan than than rugby league. Yeah,
0: than yeah, anything. Um, What's you guys' is like a main food stay? What do you guys Ooh. cook? That's like the best thing.
1: <clears throat> so, Australia being uh a nation of essentially immigrants um it's it's hard to sort of say like you know what what is australian food sometimes like we have things that are you know sort of quintessentially australian like so meat pies um there's debate where pavlova and lamingtons came from so pavlova is a dessert dish made of egg yolks okay and uh it's fucking delicious um <laughs> But there's debate whether it actually came from New Zealand uh, or Australia. But um, yeah, we'll claim it. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, like we, uh, you know, it, there's there's a big European influence with with food um, in Australia. So you know, spaghetti bolognese, pizza. Um, I'm not much of a foodie, but it it's it's sort of like anything goes burgers are popular there's a lot of burger joints in town where i where i live um yeah, yeah. what is what's main? what's your guys's main like export because like i
0: know you know California's <laughs> big wine i know that you guys have been yeah. doing the iron side coffee
1: is coffee big for you guys like so <laughs> i think australia is probably a uh, a country of coffee snobs <laughs> really <laughs> we, oh yeah we, we're sort of quick to call out a bad cup of coffee <laughs> oh really <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah See, I, I drink sludge
0: like we have these big canisters at work and it's yeah. like at the better the closer to the
1: bottom you get the better it is the more caffeine. yeah right yeah okay yeah so um yeah it's cafes are, are very popular and and everyone everyone love well most people love their coffee here um but um, we grow a bit of coffee up in northern Queensland. Um, we've got local roasters, but a lot of, you know, there's still import, you know, coffee from South America and Africa and that sort of stuff. But, um, but yeah, it's, um, uh, coffee's a big thing, it's, and it's great to sit down and have a brew with and catch up with a mate over, over a cup. Um, it's, uh, it's very much a culture. So most things don't get done unless you've, had, unless you've had unless you've had like two coffees. Yeah, I know at work, like we'll we we'll walk into our pre-start meeting with a cup of coffee, drink that during the pre-start meeting, and then straight away after the pre-start meeting, it's off to the it's off to the smoko room to grab another cup of coffee.
0: I do that. It's so funny. I think I drink on average probably four cups
1: of coffee a day.
0: If I yeah, if I'm um, at
1: work and then if I'm working from home,
0: I'll drink a whole pot by myself.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And generally, by about the third cup, it's as soon as it hits your lips, it's like, oop, I got a poo. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> or you're like, you're like, man, I'm slowly, finally starting to wake up. Maybe. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, I mm. uh, I drink a lot, a lot of coffee, <clears throat> but
1: so do I. It um it it got me uh it got me some sponsorship with a with a coffee company through Ironside Coffee. So um that was uh that was a lot of fun and, a, and, a, and an interesting thing to an interesting thing to do um yeah Ironside Coffee is owned by a, uh it's a veteran-owned company here in Australia and uh the owners Ben and Naomi Horton are both ex-army ex-Australian army and uh Ben was uh a cavalry um and Naomi was uh in military police and um but yeah, they started up a coffee business kind of by accident, and um, and it's as far as I know, it's turning out pretty successful for them. Yeah,
0: that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I fall. I, I know we both follow. Uh, we follow each other. And yeah. uh, it's kind of fun because there's a couple guys in Australia, right? You and a couple others that I follow. And I'm like, Ironside, Ironside, Ironside. It's just kind of funny because it's like, <laughs> you know, it's fun. It's fun watching. It's fun watching, you know, something make the rounds or start popping up because you're like, you can tell that they're all doing really good, you know?
1: So, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just ran out of coffee, actually.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm out too. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's funny. So the time difference for us, for people listening, right, is Kieran and I have been talking about doing this for a while now. Yeah, and, and it's been it's been difficult because it's like either I've been out of town because the past couple of weeks have been a little hectic or we couldn't get like the time right because it's, it's 16 hours difference, which normally like isn't that bad. But it's like, OK, when I've got late night meetings or you've got to go take your kids to school or work or whatever. Right. It's like yep. stacking it up <laughs> gets makes it really difficult. <laughs> you know, like I texted you I what three days ago, I think. And I was like, dude, I have Friday off. What are you doing on Friday? And so it was like, all right, let's plan it, let's let's figure it out. And you sent me a link to like the world clock so we could figure it out. And I was like, perfect, like let's do it Thursday night, late Thursday, and I will be good to go because I think it's it's six thirty for me on Thursday night right now,
1: which makes it ten thirty for you, right? Yeah, it's ten thirty a.m. Friday for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
0: it was just it was super obnoxious because I've done like you know I've had family that have traveled to. Asia and that's I think it, the way it was always change a.m. to p.m. and add two hours yeah. so it was that was like easy math and this was like a.m. to p.m. plus yeah fuck I don't know I'm gonna google it and I'm just gonna wing it so um, yeah yeah but yeah anyways man what what else do you feel like chatting about I mean like I, I don't want to steal your whole morning but I mean we
1: could we could continue speed dating that's <laughs> kind, kind of what it yeah. feels like you know I, th- I think if I was, I think if I lived next door to you, we'd, we our wives would get the shits with us oh, hanging yeah. out so much. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'd be
0: like, dude, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? I have a yeah, buddy that's yeah. starting to do that now. He's like, hey, because I'm the type of person that, like, if somebody wants to hang out with me, I'm all, I'm all for it. But I need you yeah. to be like, today at five, we're doing this, or Saturday, yeah, yeah. five a.m. Be at my house. Because otherwise, I make plans <clears> and I'm like, I'm off doing whatever. You know, oh, I'll send yeah. you I'll send you my my location and you can come meet me and we'll get out. Know,
1: like, one of uh, one of my best mates here, uh, Brendan, he um, anytime my phone rings, my, my kids, my kids will give me a look and give me an eye roll. Is that Brendan? <laughs> <laughs> That's like, no uh, it's not, oh, no it's not Brendan. You, have,
0: you probably haven't seen, but a, there's a state farm commercial as an insurance company here. And they're yeah. like, and, and uh, the guy's on the phone. So it's like a husband and wife and it's like late at night and he's in his pajamas downstairs on his phone. <clears> right. And his wife comes in and he's on the phone talking to the insurance lady and she steals it from him. And she goes, who is this? And the guy on the other line goes, it's Jake from state farm. And she goes, she sounds hideous. And it's just <laughs> like, it's like, he she thinks that he's cheating on her because like he's talking to the <laughs> insurance person. it's uh, so funny that that made me think of, Brendan (laughs) Um, we have a a buddy I've got a buddy who Erica used to work with at the at the jail and uh, we're starting to become pretty good friends and it's funny because she's like you guys are so cute whatever (laughs) we went scouting a couple weeks ago and um, I had a bunch of like steaks and stuff so we get up there and I make dinner and everything and we get home and he tells Erica he goes you're gonna be jealous but austin wined and dined me on the top of a mountain and i was like oh my <laughs> god like you would you would throw me under the bus like that
1: bro stop it i know like, <laughs> don't make
0: this any more awkward and I, she was like no broke back mountain shit and i'm like
1: no promise <laughs> so. so uh so i actually prepared a couple of some notes here yeah uh, let's hear it and- so um, I thought I'd just run through some uh, stuff that you know, just some facts about Australia uh, that that maybe people stateside so don't really know. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but uh, Melbourne uh, in Victoria it was the capital city of Australia for 26 years um, from 1901 to 1927 before the capital city shifted to what it is now, Canberra. <laughs> Why did um, it shift? Uh, pretty much, uh, as far as I know, um, and if my history serves me correctly, there was dispute between Sydney and Melbourne being the capital of Australia, and um, they essentially got the shits and said, fuck it, we'll put it in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, so it's, it's, in the mi- it's Canberra. Um, which That's is the literally ca- compromised at its finest. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, but it's right in the middle of like prime sheep grazing country. So it's, you know, yeah. I I've got a few buddies down in, in Canberra, and if they listen to this, g'day how he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so there are there are three times as many sheep um than people in Australia. Nice. I don't know how I don't know how many how true that is at the moment, because we're sort of I feel like cattle has probably taken over um more than sheep. Uh the, this, the emu uh, is our largest flightless bird and it can run at 45 Ks an hour or 28 miles an hour.
0: Have you ever ridden an emu?
1: No. <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> there's uh, there's another one. And our other large flightless bird called the cassowary. They will fuck you up. They That's will... what you said. We talked about this. and Yeah. yeah. Mean. Oh, they're like straight out of the, you know, straight from dinosaurs. They've got a, they got like a horn on their head, and they will—they will rip you to shreds. They've got massive talons on their feet, and they kill. Okay. Are there any
0: nice animals in Australia? Because we talked about how mean all of them are. Are there any cute and fuzzy ones? Quackers.
1: Quackers. <laughs> Quackers. Yeah. So I don't know what that is. Um, so quokkas are a small marsupial over in Western Australia and um, people may know them as, you know, that they, they tend to smile if, you know, and people will take selfies with them and just the look on their faces looks like they're, they're smiling, but they're, you know, they're, they're happy, happy, fuzzy little,
0: Oh cute yeah. little animals. Googling it right now. Okay. Yeah. It's like a, Oh yeah. It's like a, almost looks like a rat sort of, but not.
1: Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, but not. <laughs> it looks cute. Okay, I could dig. Yeah. So one of the one of the most weirdest animals that we have in Australia is the platypus, um, mm, and yep. it's it's a real mashup. Like you know, it's like they got a duck and a beaver and a few other things, and sort of threw it all together. It makes you wonder um, how
0: those things came about. You know. Yeah. Like,
1: it's it's a strange evolutionary process. That's there. a
0: crazy um, Saturday night in the uh, animal. Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, definitely, <laughs> but uh, the platypus is highly poisonous. Uh, really, and I... oh yes, so they have enough poison to kill a dog and make humans seriously ill. Really, <laughs> yeah, they have um, the males have a barb on them, um, and uh, yeah, if you get tagged with that, it's it's not a good day. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so we have another animal called a wombat, uh, and their poo is shaped like a cube.
0: I did know that, I, that you is, did that is one thing I did know
1: yeah yeah right
0: I, I wonder okay these, I feel like I have all sorts of dumb questions but like I wonder I wonder why that is like okay how do you pinch one off like that?
1: I don't know you with know di- with difficulty I guess
0: <laughs> yeah like you got to be an artist.
1: Yeah for sure um, So the the box jellyfish uh, it's found in the waters of the Great Barrier Reef off Queensland okay and it's responsible for more deaths than snakes sharks and saltwater crocodiles combined really yeah is that because there's more
0: of them than all of those or just you what? run into them
1: i don't really know to be honest i, I don't, i've not spent a lot of time up in north queensland um but i know that in summertime you don't go swimming in the waters up there unless you've got what's called a stinger suit on or a wetsuit so sure. you know like you're your, um, you know, like your rashies that you might wear for, you know, if you're out surfing or, or something like that. Um, yeah. Like, or pretty much like wetsuit material, but, um- so
0: do you guys like collect or not collect, but like as kids, do you try and catch like the craziest wildlife you can to keep it as a pet? Like, Oh, I'm going to go grab a no. wombat. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, like do oh, you try no, and I'll keep go- your kids from I- doing st-
1: stupid stuff? Oh, I don't know. My, my my son, he's he's found some pretty gnarly looking bugs around the place and and uh, the kids will sort of every now and then keep bugs in jars and that sort of stuff. And <laughs> I, I think what what kid doesn't, but um uh yeah, I, I can't remember ever you know, going oh look, I've found a taipan snake, the most deadly snake in the world, and I'm going to keep it as a pet. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I, I used to used to scare the shit out of mum with frogs. Mum used to hate frogs. Yep.
0: And, yep. Uh, like every yeah. good kid does, though.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but no, I never. Uh, I, I never tried to to keep weird pets. Some people do. Some people keep reptiles. Like some people have pet snakes. I. I don't. I don't get that. No. Um,
0: I've uh, asked, I've asked if we could have a snake. Mostly as a joke, because I don't really care to, and I get the hard no all the time, every time. Yeah. I no, didn't even get the sentence done before she's like, fucking no.
1: It's it's yeah, snakes are a hard no for me as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's your next random fact?
1: Um, so 17 of the world's most poisonous snakes are found in Australia. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're not making it you're not you're not selling it for me i heard i heard go to the beach but don't go for a swim yeah yeah look at the land <laughs> but don't fucking go walk in it because you don't know what you're gonna find
1: oh uh, i don't know it's it's um i i i you know we don't particularly see snakes a lot you know yeah. it's uh we, we know they're there but you know that they work on vibration right so if, if you're you know walking through the scrub or the bush or something like that you know you're you're generally making a bit of noise um so they uh they tend to be more worried about of you than than we are of them if that makes sense yeah but on the other hand as well um you know if if you're ripping apart like a pile of logs or timber or rocks or something like that you're probably going to find something
0: (laughs) yeah yeah
1: yeah we have have rattlesnakes and i mean
0: rattlesnakes are I guess it's probably the most common poisonous snake that we've got, at least in yeah. Idaho. But otherwise, I mean, we've got garden snakes, kind of all of your your garden variety of snakes that aren't poisonous. Like, yeah, I mean, I found one at my buddy's, in Tucker's backyard a couple of years ago. and non,
1: Not non-poisonous snakes. Non-po- I don't know we, geez. <laughs> What are those? those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, we don't really, I mean, and it's funny because like, we don't, I don't feel like I see snakes very often. Every now and then, I might see a little itty bitty one, yeah. But like, I, I very seldom do I actually run into a snake. But I also don't feel like I'm necessarily out and about looking for them, like some people are. So
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah, something that I I try to avoid. I yeah, I I don't go looking for them. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah. So that's um, yeah, that's that's a few weird sort of, or not weird, but just sort of facts about australia anyway but yeah definitely uh (laughs) hey if you can like i I don't know if you know there's not much in the way of travel going on at the moment but uh and i think um airfares are pretty ridiculous if you can get over here at the moment it's it's a bit nuts um but it's a a beautiful place to visit when we when it does all open up again (laughs) yeah
0: yeah i know i'm looking forward to it opening up i I'm looking forward not to have to worry about masking and frustrating somebody and you know getting yelled at for whatever. So
1: yeah, so many Karens have come out of the closet with all this <laughs> stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that is true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I was down in Utah last weekend and uh there wasn't fortunately, there wasn't a whole lot of people that you know we're super strict about the masking and whatnot so it was pretty pretty free flow which is really nice but
1: yeah 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 now i've uh i look forward to coming over stateside as well when uh when things opening up open up again i've i've got a an auntie of mine uh lives in new hampshire um yeah and uh i've always wanted to get over there and have a and uh and visit but um I think I'd be, uh, I know this guy in Idaho, I, I reckon I'd probably yeah. come and hang Dude, out with. You do. Yeah,
0: seriously, man. So we actually, we've got a, we got a, a spare bedroom. So if you end up making it out here, man, I mean, you're welcome yeah. to it. We've got, we've had a couple people stop by and basically like make themselves like moved in for a night. It was actually really funny. We had some folks over and they stayed for the night on their way through town. And uh, no joke, they brought their dog over and they like started whipping up dinner. Like we we chat, and next thing I know, they're making food, and I'm like, "This is you, you guys do you cast irons in the oven?" So
1: yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, but yeah,
0: man, if you do, I mean, you've got me, you got Tucker. There's a ton of other Idaho guys here that I know we can take you out to the range. I haven't shot my rifle in. I don't even know how long, I mean, I just, it's been weird lately and I've, yeah. I've been, I've been busy priorities and stuff. I need to fix my dies because one of them, my, uh, my sizing die isn't quite crimping it. Right. Like the neck is still too, too loose even after yeah. I seed it. So I got to <laughs> figure that out, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I built a no, six dasher that hasn't seen any action really. So, <laughs>
1: oh, nice. I rechambered from the six five Creedmoor to a six BR recently. That's that's been a lot of fun. It's pretty slick, <laughs> huh? Uh, it's uh, yeah. It's it's um a, a lot of oh, a handful of my mates that I was shooting with um shoot the or well, were shooting or are shooting the six mil BR uh or variants like the BRX yep. and that sort of stuff and. Uh, yeah. For practical style matches, it it seems to make sense if you wanna if you wanna muck around with reloading.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's (laughs) why I went with the dasher. Is I wanted I wanted something that I could rebarrel easily and cheap. Because if Mm. I want to go get like a proof barrel, you know, it's five fifty to go get it. Just a barrel that I can screw on at home. But then like Tucker and a couple other my one of my other buddies went. I think that they did six either six bra or six gt. I think it's bra. And they went that route because, like, I mean, you get a little bit better velocity out of a different chamber. And I was like, "Yeah, but you can't go buy like just a barrel for it. You know, you got to go custom yeah. order it. Wait six months, and it mm. adds three hundred extra dollars to get it spun up." But yeah, I'm excited. I need to, I need to get my, I need to get my act together. Is really, what I need to do so I can go <laughs> shoot because I've been doing so many other things, like been doing the podcast. Yeah, I haven't been to jujitsu in like three months you know i've been doing archery stuff yeah i mean i just i'm a squirrel i'm such a squirrel like i'm like oh that sounds fun i'm gonna go do that and the next thing i know yeah, like yeah. three years have happened and i'm like what in the cinnamon toast just happened <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah anyways yeah um, it's all uh it's all priorities isn't it like it's um it's a game oh, of know. priorities dude it's horrible oh yeah yeah and sometimes it's balanced too right like you know you sort of you get you get busy with work and home life and and uh sometimes you don't sort of end up prioritizing some time for yourself <laughs> but and then when you do prioritize time for yourself you you know you're like geez what am I gonna go what am I gonna do <laughs>
0: yeah it's funny you say like I feel like since I've started this podcast my priorities have you know shifted a little bit you know like I haven't I stopped shooting because it started to feel like a job, right? Like I was, I was more focused on taking pictures than actually shooting. And so I was like, Hey, I need a break from shooting so that I can actually, when I come back to it, I can have fun. And then it was like, Hey, I started the podcast and I stopped doing, (laughs) I stopped doing jujitsu. But like (laughs) the people that I talked to, like a lot of them have been like super stacked, like they're like super fit. So it's like, Every time I got off the phone, I'm like, well, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to the gym now.
1: Yeah, so it's like, yeah. it'll
0: be like, you know, eight or nine o'clock at night. I'm like,
1: oh, fuck, I feel fat. So I'm going to go to the gym now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, I recently started going. I've never really been into fitness very much. Just more so, you know, fitting this whole pizza in my mouth sort of thing. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get that. Uh, yeah. I'm like nearly 40 and, uh, you know, a, a few sort of injuries just from, you know, like, not doing not doing anything really and not really keeping up with my kids or being able to keep up with them i'm like oh fuck i'm gonna start doing something
0: (laughs) (laughs) dude it takes it takes a while to build habit because the first like the first (laughs) trip you're like this sucks the second trip you're like this really sucks and then (laughs) it really really sucks for like three weeks and then you like get into the groove of it you are like i like feeling sore and then like for me this is gonna sound super super weird but like it 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 starts to feel good when you can see the results like obviously that's why you go to the gym but it takes from what i've heard it takes eight weeks for you to consistently go to the gym for you to start to see the results and then 12 weeks for other people and i don't Mm -hmm. know if that's true but like that was what i kind of like lived by because when i was in college like I weighed, like when I was in, when I was a little kid, like you could see my spine. Cause I was so small. Like I was so skinny, yeah. like through my, through my chest, you could see my spine. Yeah. And uh, so like when I was in college, like that's when I started to like actually pay attention and try to actually gain weight and eat better and stuff. And uh, yeah, it, it took a while to, to kind of formulate the habit, but don't skip because when you skip for three days, it's fucked. You're never going back.
1: Well, I, I find now I, I get to sort of, if I haven't done anything for, you know, sort of three days I've my, my body, it seems like it's saying to me, you get off your ass, you need to go do something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I felt that yesterday, or er, I think it was yesterday. I was like, man, like, I don't feel good. Like I, I went to the gym, I've gone to the gym three times this week. So I'm, so I'm proud of that. But like, there was a, I didn't go at all last week. And by the time I got back into the gym, I was like, I feel I feel bad. I don't feel good. Yeah. About myself. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you, it's super weird how your body tells you those things and you're like, okay, I should, it is, it's hard listening to it where you're like, okay, like I get that something's wrong, but you know, what do I do about it? That's, that's the hard thing.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah. But
0: definitely. anyways, Kieran, it's been a little while. I know Eric is going to start yelling at me here soon. We're, uh, we're going to go to the fair tonight. So, sounds good. Yeah, I hope I hope it's not smoky. We've had horrible fires. Like it's been really bad the past couple of weeks. I'm hoping that it's not bad, but yeah, cool. Anyways, man, well, we'll have to do this again. And uh even if it's not recording, just to to BS. I'll have to get Erica so you can we'll put it on speaker and you can harass her too. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure she, I'm sure she'd love to uh to to meet my, meet my bromance from the land of Australia. So <laughs> <laughs> anyways, yeah, dude, I'm cool. gonna jet, but uh it was good talking, man. All uh, good we'll talking to, to you like too, I brother. Said, I'll have to I'll just randomly throw out times and we'll have to sit down and BS. So
1: yeah for sure mate. Anytime.
0: Well, I hope you all enjoyed today's episode with Kieran. Uh, it's super cool to me that, you know, shooting is such a worldwide sport that it brought us together in a way that we were able to kind of sit down and just shoot the shit and make friends, um, you know, across, across the world. I, I just think that that's such a cool thing. So I hope you all enjoyed, you know, our conversation. It was definitely super informal, like it seems like it has been uh, in a lot of the other interviews and conversations that I've had, but just getting to know him a little bit more and uh, more about Australia. There's a lot of stuff that I still don't know about Australia, um, and I still think that They probably, uh, anywhere you go, you're going to find something that wants to kill you. But beyond that, I hope you all have a great day and, uh, we'll catch you next time.